0: You're listening to the SS Experience on SMG. Recording in progress. What up, though? You're listening to the SS Experience, streaming on the SMG Podcast Network app. Download the SMG Podcast Network app on all your Apple devices. Android, I'm getting to you. It's another solo pod on the SS Experience. Glad to be rocking with you on this Monday. Man, it's a lot of stuff to get into. It's a lot of stuff to talk about. And I don't really feel like being in here that long. I ain't going to cap it was cold. I'm in the studios out here in Atlanta. I can't smoke because I'm in the studio. And these are the type of pods that I want to be able to smoke it. I ain't got the camera on. Um, I, I, I always say I got a face for radio, but... I don't even look. I ain't on camera today. I just want to I just want to be audio. I just want to be back in my normal element of just, you know, chilling without being seen, being heard and keep that thing moving. But make sure that you rate rate review, subscribe, re-rate, re-review, re-subscribe, download, uh unsubscribe, re-subscribe again, do everything that get us, you know, have the algorithm thing that we popping out here in these digital streets. Uh a lot of stuff to get into, man, and I think this week I'm going to have a real good special guest because we want to air out some stuff real quick. And I don't really care if we do it on my pod because I own my podcast. Like my podcast isn't a byproduct of iHeartRadio or anything like that. I've been doing my podcast since when I was in between radio jobs. So, this is something that I own, that I operate. And I pretty much can say what the fuck I want to. Unlike Stephen A. Smith, when he aired out, uh, what's the old dude's name? I uh, called him Fat Bastard. Dog, what's his name, man? His name is so irrelevant that I can't even think of his name. Jason Whitlock, yes. So, when he aired out Jason Whitlock, he gave, like, you know, the disclaimer of, hey guys, you're my employee. See, nah, I'm not doing that because my employer doesn't get that respect from me mainly from the aspect of they don't pay none of my bills. So, nah, I'm not going to be like, hey, guys, I'm going to say something that's very controversial. You guys may want to bunker down, but it got to be done. Nah, I ain't about to give them that, that, that heads up. Nah, fuck all that. Let's get into some uh, some culture, though. Uh, last week's—not uh, last week, but a couple of days' episode, Friday's episode, was with Miko Grimes. Make sure you go back and check out that episode. We talked about the week before last's um, football playoffs. We talked about last football playoffs, which at the time of the recording, it was this week's uh, NFL playoff football Got into a little bit of Diddy conversation. it was real. It was real dope. Real, real good vibes. Real good energy. And this is one of the first times where I had a celebrity that actually was on for like more than like twenty minutes. It was like it's like a full hour. I think it's like one hour and eleven minutes. Good luck right there, right? So make sure that you uh go ahead and check out uh, that podcast. Standing on business. With Miko Grimes, that's the name of the episode, so uh, make sure that you go check that out. It's the episode right before this one, so if you didn't listen to that one before listening to this one, shame on you. But we love you anyway, because you're here today, so we appreciate that. I kind of want to rant about something real quick. I kind of want to go into a previous episode that we did last season called Naive Racism. I kind of want to have the race talk, because... I'm not going to lie to you, man. Non-African Americans in leadership where there's African Americans are around is just really, really like in the way, especially if they're not down for what it is that you're doing. Then it's kind of like, okay, like, what are we doing here? And I don't want to get too much of the specifics because the guests that I'm going to try to get on on Friday, we're going to air all of this out. And like I said, I'm not about to tell my uh, quote unquote, I don't even want to call them an employer, but I'm not going to tell let's let's just say a, a media partner, because I, I, I think at the bare minimum, I can call them a media partner instead of an employer, because an employer would mean that you would financially benefit from them. Media partner, you know, you kind of share responsibility. I'm drink this water real quick. Man, good water. Good water right there, man. Agua. But we're going to talk about that on that particular episode that we're going to do on Friday. We didn't do a Wednesday's episode because I thought that when I came to the Our Heart Radio Atlanta studios, I can kind of like just do my work, be behind the scenes. But during the daytime when we would record, obviously, um, I'd normally be here after hours. But they have a situation or a scenario or a a protocol where you have to reserve studios. And if you don't reserve the studio, then you can't get the studio. So it's kind of like all of these studios that are here. You just can't pick another one. But I do kind of get it because I pick the studio that I'm in because I have it configured the way that I want to have it configured. But again, I don't work certain hours. So. I wasn't going to record from the crib because the crib, we don't have Wi-Fi there yet. So it's kind of like, yeah, I don't want to, you know, have that choppy recording and all of the other stuff. So we was going to do an episode, you know, Saturday to fill the space. But I just like, you know what, let's just chalk it and we'll just, you know, keep it moving. So on today's episode, though. I want to expand on something real quick. Let me just get back into my my notes real quick of stuff I wanted to get into. Just give me like a brief second. I know this is uh, bad, uh, bad audio. I kind of, I know this isn't really much on politics and we might want to get Morgan Harper on the show sometime uh, in the next week or two. Ron DeSantis, you know, governor of Florida dropped out and it's kind of like, bro, only in Florida people rock with you. Like everywhere else people don't rock with you. And the people in Florida don't really rock with him. It's just the competition is kind of like, crap. But um, it's crazy. Like, this presidential election that's about to come up, Trump is about to, like, dog walk this whole Republican, you know, primary type situation because a lot of people still feel like he should have won. And for me, it's like, for one, why do we have these old motherfuckers trying to be president? Like, like, like really like why is all of our presidents 70 plus years old? Like does, does no one want to vote for somebody young to be president? Like what? I really want to know about that because if you look on your ballots and whatever, it's like for the most part, everybody's just old white people. And I'm not trying to vote for no old white people to be president. Like, nah, we're not doing that. You know, Barack Obama, I think, was like in his early 40s, like that that early age where you can be president, because you can't be like a 30-year-old president. It's like You got to at least be 40, which is fine. You know what I'm saying? 40, again, looking at my life now, isn't old. So that's cool. But 70-some years old? Nah, we can't. We can't be doing this. Like we really need to have, just like we have an age limit to when you can be president. There has to be an age limit when you can stop being president. I want to put that on the poll at the SS experience. No E at the beginning of your experience. How you always talk to us on Twitter or X, however you want to get down. Should there be an age limit to when you cannot be president? Yeah, nah. Because we can't be having these presidents being so old, but that's one of my reasons why Trump shouldn't be president. All the other stuff is pretty much the obvious. Now, you got like a lot of people that would be like, hey, president Trump should be president again. You know how much money we was getting and all this other stuff? Some can make the argument that's why inflation is so bad now. Is that because the government gave away the store that they had to make up that bread and now everything is is higher than it once was. So and the crazy thing about inflation is this is how I know inflation is fucked up. Go to your favorite restaurant at a time when it's cheap. Like or remember a time that you went to a restaurant like I always go to cookout. Right? Um if you in the, you know, the from Virginia or like Maryland south, you know what I'm talking about when we talk about cookout. If you're in like the Midwest, the West Coast, just 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 vibe with me on the analogy real quick. So when I first went to cookout, you used to get a cookout tray for like five dollars, maybe on, maybe like four eighty, but definitely like let's say five twenty five, five thirty five. This was about two thousand shoot. Ugh. Damn I mean the yawn and the, the the off button, the mic off button is so like far away from me. It didn't mean a yawn in y'all faces or in y'all ears. I wanna say that was probably about 2011 or 2012, give or take. I might be off on those years. And again, the cookout tray was, you know, 535. You know, you get your, your your main, which I always get a big double burger tray with Cajun fries and onion rings and a Sprite. But if I'm feeling real fat, I'll get like, you know, a shake. You know what I'm saying? A double strawberry cheesecake shake, not double the cheesecake, double the strawberry. Because if they do double the cheesecake, then they charge like an extra dollar because it's like a whole piece of cheesecake that they put in there. Cause you get three toppings, so that's why I say double the strawberry, which is two scoops of strawberry cheesecake shake. Boom. So good combo. Five dollars thirty-five cents, or if you get the the shake, it's like an extra like dollar or two. So let's say six. be like six dollars. Now when I go get a cookout tray, that joint is like eight dollars. It was just like seven something, like seven fifty last year in twenty twenty three. Now twenty twenty four, that joint is like eight and some change that's not without the milkshake with the milkshake that drags it up or pulls it up to like nine dollars so that's when i notice inflation and, and and again think back to your favorite restaurant and i can give you another one for everybody else who's uh of age and i think this was a podcast episode um one of the wednesday pop- uh, episodes during premiere week remember when the number one was a dollar 29 mm-hmm yeah dollar twenty uh two ninety nine excuse me number one was two ninety nine now you look at it that joints like seven something almost eight dollars inflation's a motherfucker so I'm saying all of that to say that people talk about this money that we was getting some can make the argument that's why we're in this inflated situation now and let's keep it all the way a buck it shouldn't be the government's responsibility to put money in our pocket hey employers you should do it too. Like I look at, and I give you guys a funny story real quick. So, obviously, I tell y'all all the time the radio station doesn't pay me shit, like at all. Like no, no goods, no salary, no, no benefits, no nothing. Just, just, just basic shit to say the least. You know what I'm saying? Or I could say more, but we're just gonna say they pay me shit, right? So it requires me to have to get another, you know, money situation to fuel the SMG Podcast Network app. You know, the the app and the podcast, the SS experience that you guys like so much. When I say like, it's probably just eight of you. But nonetheless, the podcast that you guys like that, you know, you guys get to hear. So I was interviewing for a general manage a general management position. I'm not gonna say where, but I'm just gonna, I was just interviewing for a general management position because GMs at certain places can make between you know sixty 000 to eighty five thousand dollars a year. Depends on the place. That's way more money than I'm getting now. Like way more. Like I looked at my W twos of the money that I made this year. Ridiculous at the job. But let's just keep it moving real quick though so you can make between 60 to 85 thousand dollars at the job so you know i'm telling him that i got you know a little bit of experience and i love to have a job so he tries to you know play me and be like well yeah but the place where you had experience isn't like us so i wouldn't feel comfortable allowing you to do the job here i'm like why it's the same thing is is creating a budget you know scheduling maintaining health and safety standards building a you know, uh, a team creating a culture. What's the difference? Like, it's the same exact job just because you say that this job creates more revenue. OK, the job is still the job. So he tries to offer me an hourly wage type position. You no, know I'm saying hourly wage position. Right. So I'm looking at him like this. Like, hold on, let me drink some more water real quick. Sorry. When you talk on a podcast by yourself, man. Trying to get kind of get a little thirsty from time to time glad I got this bottle of water here, fresh from the refrigerator. So I told him this. I'm like, look. Because he asked me, he was like, well, what hourly rate would you be willing to accept? I said, look, bro. I remember what the hourly rate was when I did a position like this a couple of years ago. Obviously, you guys had to step up the, you know, the, the money because of inflation. With that being said, the money that you guys would offer to pay me. I can sit in my car right now, do DoorDash and do Uber, do food delivery and get the same amount of money that you are offering with the freedom of being able to work when I want, how long I want to and control my own paycheck versus you controlling my paycheck by telling me when I can work. Cause obviously again, this is quote unquote cause obviously when you're on an hourly wage and they tell you when to come in, they control your paycheck. Now, when you're on salary, you get, you know, a lump, you know, a a, a set amount. But unfortunately, with a salary, they can work you 40 a week, 50 a week, 60 a week. Or if you take it upon yourself to work, you know, 20, 30, you still get the same amount of bread. Kind of like the gift and a curse to this whole, um, you know, salary versus wage thing. So, basically, to say all in all, I didn't get a call back, and i'm I don't want a call back because if I'm gonna get out of my bed and i and I'm saying this because I want everybody to feel me on this if i'm gonna get out of my bed and go to your job and whether you're the manager or whether you're the owner, if you're the manager, I work to make you look good so you can keep getting paid or if you're the owner. I work for you so you can maintain, you know, being rich. You have to pay me a, a salary that I feel comfortable accepting. You're not going to pay me what you want to pay me. Nah. If I want, you know, $85,000. Okay. Well find a job that you have. That's worth 85,000. Cause if it's not going to be this job, I'm not doing it. Sorry. Not doing it. Like, Oh, well we want to do this. And it's like this. Nah, I'm not doing it. I want this amount of money and, and whatever y'all got that pays that let's talk about it. Because, I think when people go into job interviews, they go in desperate, right? Because how many times do you go to a job interview and you got a good paying job already? Normally you go to a job interview because you got a crappy paying job and you're looking for more money or a different type of situation. So you're desperate for something. Either you're desperate for the money or you're desperate for the new situation, right? So for me, If I'm going to get out of my bed and do some work, you're going to have to pay me for it. Because I can do all of what what little bit that the people pay, whether it's iHeartRadio or anybody else, I can do that on my own. Like, I can sit at the crib all day long, eight hours or maybe ten hours, and just look for potential clients to pay me something, to do something, right? And I can just do that. And and have the equal amount of money that companies would pay in the lowball. And I think that a lot of you who's hearing my voice right now need to just take heed to that. Like, okay, now if you don't have any skills or anything like that or any experience, okay, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the people who have a certain skill set that needs, you know, or or college students who want to use their degree. To say the least, you know any any of any of those people, and I'm not talking about the 19 year old that's you know still in or they maybe just got out of high school, still in college that you haven't done anything yet. Nah, go work at McDonald's and get that $15 an hour. You know what I mean? Go ahead get that money real quick, whatever. You know what I mean that's cool for you, you know what I mean, but when you're shoot managers at some of those places just make 17, they just make two dollars more for more responsibility. Nah, all of you need to be able to negotiate your own bread. You need to be able to be like, nah, because I can get this amount of money doing. And Again, I use the analogy DoorDash and Uber because that's like the one easy thing that like. OK, like if OK, like if you're an employer. Right. And, you know, we go back to the conversation that I had with the previous person. I'm like, yeah, like for that hourly wage that you're willing to pay me, whatever it is. I can do that outside and do Uber and DoorDash and have my freedom. Now, the person doing the interview would be like, okay, you know, we'll get back to you or we'll take that in consideration and then keep it moving and then go to the next person who they'll be like, Hey, we'll give you such and such dollars an hour. Okay. I'll take it. Boom. And then, then my conversation meant nothing because they got what they wanted. But if everybody has that entrepreneurial mindset to be like, nah, you're not going to pay me this low bit of wage because I can make that little bit on my own. And it's not like saying I can go work like, like um, I work at FedEx and it's like, nah, I want to be paid 25 an hour. If not, I'll go to UPS because they're paying it. It's different than that because it's like, all right, will go ahead and go. But when you talk about something that's, has freedom behind it which again like Uber and DoorDash and your you know your food deliveries or your ride share programs and you know all of that stuff does then the business owners got to take a look at that and be like okay wait a minute we can't hire any people because nobody wants to work for us for you know 14 15 16 dollars an hour cuz they can make that doing this on this doing DoorDash and Uber they can make that there so how can we get these people to, you know, work for us. First, are going to start off with paying more money. You're going to have to pay at least $20 an hour, bare minimum, like, and this is how you can do it, right? Just like there's an age limit to certain things, if you don't have your own rent, your own mortgage, your own car, no, or even if you do, my whole point is, is that if a person has a certain amount of bills and stuff, you just can't pay them $15 an hour at 30. It's like, what? how are they going to pay their bills? Like you have to ask yourself that question because if a person has to go somewhere else to work to pay their bills, you're not going to, as an employer, you're not going to keep them very long because all they're going to do is, is always look for the next job. They're always going to look for the next job. Like, okay, who's paying a little bit more? Who, you know, has more opportunities and all of that? They're always going to look next door. They're always going to leave because you're not paying them enough. And that's just not my. Everybody is like that. And I know we were talking about Trump, about him being in office and stuff like that. So I'm gonna circle back to that point that. The money should not be coming from the government. So if you're saying, hey, let's vote for Donald Trump because Donald Trump's going to put these things in place that's going to get us bread. Yeah. And you're going to be spending that money on the back end when everything goes up. It's not Trump or it's not the president's responsibility to put money in our pocket. It starts with ourselves. But if you're going to go work for somebody, employers, it's your job to put money in the person's pocket. If you have a business and you can't afford to pay employees you know, a fair salary, then you need to do the work yourself. Straight up and down. You got to do the work yourself because you can't underpay all of these people and think that they're just going to be cool and okay with it. So circling back to again, Trump, don't vote for Trump because you think or feel that he's going to put money in your pocket because that's not his responsibility. I gotta see if this is real or not, cause somebody's trying to say Belichick is in Atlanta, and like, there's been like a lot of people, like, like that saw Bill Belichick and like a um is like is in a spot where like I think he was in Midtown because he had like two interviews, so he stopped off at Chick fil A and somebody like, which which I know kind of violates the social media policy, but I'm not gonna complain. That's not my thing. That they saw uh Belichick and took a picture. It's funny. Sorry for that noise by the way. I'm looking because I don't know if I want Bill Belichick. I would not again I'm not an Atlanta fan, but I'm just as a person who lives in Atlanta that's been around a lot of the Atlanta stuff, I don't know if I want Bill Belichick as my coach. Because it's like We've seen what it looks like without Tom Brady. So the people who are old enough to remember Bill Belichick in Cleveland knows what Bill Belichick looks like without Tom Brady. So I don't know if I want Bill Belichick in Atlanta without Tom Brady. Like Desmond Ritter's not it, but... I don't know. That's just that's just something random that I was just looking at on my timeline real quick because people keep talking about uh Belichick in Atlanta. You know, you know how Twitter is. Twitter make it seem like something's real, but it didn't happen and all of that stuff. So you kinda gotta fact check a lot of this stuff. Oh man, dang, she bad as hell. Not Sophie Vargas. I mean she's bad as hell too. Selma Hayek. They got this picture of her from uh, ninety seven to twenty twenty four crazy how um she kept herself up but let's just go ahead and uh take care of the people who take care of us real quick um want to go ahead and talk to you guys about EJ's Warrior Academy. It's a real dope uh, dojo that's actually out in Columbus, Ohio. So if you're definitely in the Columbus, Ohio area, support the people that support us because he has martial art classes, uh, training, uh, exercise, fitness, various things that you can get done at the dojo. You know, practice self-defense, you know, get yourself in shape and all of that. So it's real good energy, real good vibes. And they have two documentaries on on Tubi uh KJ Warriors and um not K I keep saying K EJ's Warriors and EJ Warriors Part 2 uh they're both uh five time and ten time award-winning documentaries so make sure you go ahead and check that out as well get the streams up on Tubi because Tubi is free like everybody loves Tubi man Tubi is really like the TV channel, to be honest with you. Just like back in the day when, you know, you didn't have to pay for TV and all of that stuff. You didn't have to pay for streaming. Just come to TV, you know, click, 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 turn the channel 3, click, 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 turn the channel 10 and all the other stuff. So Tubi is like that. All of the good stuff that you want to watch is all on Tubi. But this isn't a Tubi ad. It's an EJ Warriors Academy ad. And go on Tubi to watch EJ, Warrior Academy, uh, EJ Warriors Part 1 and Part 2 on Tubi. And if you want to go ahead and enroll in some classes or at least get information on how to enroll, how much everything is and all of that. I'll make sure that I give you that information. Text Sensei, S-E-N-S-E-I-E-J to 614-999-6361. That's 614-999-6361. Text Sensei EJ to 614 999 6361. I tried to speak enough so that way you didn't have to like rewind it back and then go forward. So, just to you know, put that in perspective right there. Let's get back to the pod. So, let's get some culture talk real quick. We did a little bit of sports, we did a little bit of politics. Let's get some culture talk real quick. What's popping out here? I ain't trying to talk about Drake. Okay. So Soldier Boy for some reason decided to do a turnaround about his beef with Blueface. Now I had uh Soldier Boy on uh the pod. For some reason, not in the audio feed. It's on the it's on the YouTube uh channel, youtube.com slash at the SS experience no either beginning of the experience soldier boy interviews real good work uh go ahead check that out he got a good clothing line by the way we'll well just listen to it there and he's washing his face, his beef with a uh, blue face saying ain't nothing good coming to come from beefing with death or jail so he says he wants to put a thousand dollars on his books in jail now a thousand dollars in jail is a lot, but it's insignificant when it comes from the people that were at least Soldier Boy, who has that bread. But we all know too that Blueface got that four million dollar uh, judgment against him for I think it was like a shootout or some sort of brawl that was going on or whatever. So it's 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 real it's real super hilarious because last week Soldier Boy was talking about some some no no lie some homo shit talking about some he'll pay to get um, blue face raped in jail. And it's like, who in jail is desperate enough to rape another dude? Like who is down that bad that they're going to do that? Now, it, it might be some that just are like that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they used to be called gay for the stay. You know I mean that's ask, ask your peoples about it. It's a, it's a, it's a very nasty thing. And it just, it just, they just, around full circle i probably should have did more research about it but i don't really be caring about that for real for real because like soldiers ain't, not, look, ain't nothing good coming from beefing with death or jail so it is what it is now walker asked for something that i know is not going to happen which I don't even know why he's asking this person for. So I guess we're going to go back to a Trump conversation real quick. So Walker asked uh, former President Trump to abolish Columbus Day. He says that the holiday spits in the face of black men. Okay, for one, why are you asking a former president to abolish a holiday? Now, if I'm not mistaken, Columbus Day isn't one of those Federal holidays where it's like you get time off, you get time and a half. I think the banks may be closed, but it ain't one of those type of holidays. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think, if, if, but again, I haven't worked a full time job where that mattered in a long time. I work every day. You know what I'm saying? We never not working out here in these streets. But I don't know. Like, and again, you, y'all look, Columbus, he went the wrong the he turned at the wrong uh, whale and ended up with the native americans ones now called indians instead of going to india to talk to those indians that he was supposed to so we basically gave him a holiday for fucking up you know what i mean for basically either misreading his gps his um his uh his compass his map turning at turning at the wrong turn at the whale and whatever it, it just happened so i wouldn't say abolish columbus day because it spits in the face of black men because trust me there's A lot of holidays that spits in the face of black men. Top five holidays that spit in the face of black men. Let's go ahead and run it real quick. Um, And I wish I had like a a super order. But uh, let's go with at number five. Top five holidays that spit in the face of uh, black men. July 4th. Now, we all love July 4th, that holiday in the middle of the summer where, you know, it's cookouts, it's barbecues, it's good energies and good vibes. But July 4th wasn't even the time that black people was free yet. It was the the the, the country was founded and all the other stuff, but black people wasn't free. So it really wasn't an Independence Day. So, hey, July 4th, you spit in the face of black people. Uh, what's another? Uh, top Number four in the top five uh, holidays that spit in the face of black people sure why don't we just go with good old memorial day the holiday that's supposed to be about you know the u.s military you know you know protect and serve and all of this stuff thank you for your service but most of those times when the black people came back from you know being deployed they still got spat on and called niggas and was like don't drink from our water fountain." after we protected joe freedom you piece of shit so yeah Memorial Day. We can throw that up in there. Uh, number three, holiday that spits in the face of black people. Uh, I would say freaking uh, St. Patty's Day. Saint, look, St. Saint Patty's Day is, is, is white people getting drunk. You know what I'm saying? Be caught in the wrong place at the wrong time during St. Patty's Day. There's going to be a white person that's going to spit in your face just because they're Irish, they're drunk, it's their holiday, you know, why is all of you people getting drunk on our holiday? This is for the Irish and, and all this other stuff. So again, we all participate in getting drunk too. So um, yeah. So number three would be uh St. Patty's Day. Number two in the top holidays that spit in the face of black men. Now, this isn't a holiday anymore, but they try to get this off. Lee Jackson King Day. Now, if you're from the South, you know Lee Jackson King Day was a combination of Robert E. Lee, Stonewall Jackson, and Dr. Martin Luther King celebrated on the same exact day. If that didn't spit in the face of black people, it's like, hold on. So you want us to celebrate two racist uh, war generals in the Civil War? And then the civil rights leader and Dr. Martin Luther King. On the same day, you, you just you just going to interweave all of that shit in there. Then eventually, you know, smart people had to be like, yeah, can we separate Lee Jackson from the king and just celebrate Dr. King? And that's how, at least in Virginia, how Lee Jackson King Day stopped. So, number two, Lee Jackson King Day. And the number one holiday. That spits in the face of black men. Valentine's Day. Oh, I hate you, Valentine's Day, you motherfucker. You Cupid and your pink little hearts and your little fucking bows and arrows shooting at motherfuckers and shit. Knowing damn well that we is underappreciated on Valentine's Day. We don't get a good enough gift. That ain't shit. I'm going to go to the next nigga and get a Valentine's Day gift. So, yeah, man. Valentine's Day spit in the face of black men. So, Walker. Gotta disagree with you, buddy. Columbus Day is not on the list of holidays that spit in the face of black men. At number five, July 4th. At number four, Memorial Day. At number three, St. Patty's Day. At number two, Lee Jackson King Day. And the number one holiday that spits in the face of black men, Valentine's Day. Ooh, we hate you, motherfucking Valentine's Day. So... Uh Yeah, so Walker, a little bit wrong there, but it's all good, though, man. Happens to the best of us. Not too much, really, to go on um, on the solo pod. You know, we definitely want to make sure that we take care of the sponsors that, um you know, take care of us. Just wanted to look up something real quick. I saw something more about Soldier Boy squashing his beef, but that ain't really, you know, to all of that, though. So, look, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to the SS Experience Podcast. We definitely appreciate the look. Um, that way we can get, you know, the algorithms think we popping out here in these digital streets. And other than that, uh, we're going to try to get Wednesday's pop- episode popping off again once I figure out how I can use these iHeartRadio studios. Or I might just have to just hurry up and just go get Wi-Fi in the crib and just make this thing work, whatever. But either way... We will be back later this week. So uh, make sure that you follow the show at the SS Experience. Know either beginning experience or everything. Follow me at Henny Hardaway75, and I'll holler at y'all in a couple of days. Be easy. You're listening to the SS Experience on SMG.